Hey everyone, welcome to Hashtag Real Life. Abby and Danielle here. At Hashtag Real Life, we want to bring the essence of conversations back into our day-to-day lives. We want to tell the stories of the people around us with no topic off the table. Our hope is to create a safe space for ourselves, guests, and our listeners, all while bringing our authentic selves to create rambling but beautiful content. Now, let's talk about some stuff. It's us, everybody. We're back. Hashtag real life. Abby. And Danielle. And Travis, with great audio that won't be garbled this time. (laughs) It'll be amazing. Are you ready for this podcast? (laughs) Well, there you have it, folks. Our repeat, I almost said repeat offender. Oops. Repeat offender. (laughs) Our second timer JT Energy, aka Travis Horn, one of our besties. He was one of our very first uh, guests, like way back, what, two years ago? Oh my gosh, we're coming up on our two year anniversary. It's wild. <laughs> hashtag it's, real life anniversary. Yeah, hashtag real life. You've been talking for a while. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we've been filling your ear holes with all the stories, <laughs> all the rambling and beautiful content. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Danielle has already heard that I have been cooped up in my house for two days because of a winter storm that hit Minnesota. So you're welcome for whatever comes out of my mouth. Super yeah. blizzard. Super blizzard. <laughs> yes. And uh, we, the rest of us did not get that blizzard. So, I mean, poor Abby is chilling in the winter time and the rest of us are like trying to move into spring. So we'll see, hey, you know, the, I mean, if you wanted, you could go outside, you could have a great snow day. We are not afforded that Liberty right now. You just have to be careful with how cold it could be. Yes. Um, but if it's uh, if you get a little bit of sun outside and you have a lot of snow, sometimes it's not too bad um, because you get just enough warmth before you realize you can't feel your fingers anymore. <laughs> Travis, did you see my face? I was like glaring at you. Because I'm like, stop. <laughs> yeah, just go record no us right now. Let's do it. Let's do a mobile <laughs> podcast. Stop with the snow positivity. You said. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to bring. That's what I'm trying to bring. Although I will say the snowflakes were beautiful. Like a couple of them splatted on our window downstairs. Splatted. That's a good one. (laughs) And they were so pretty. I was like, oh my gosh, Eli, look at this beautiful snow design. (laughs) It was Elsa. It's it's, it's beautiful and it's hard to stay positive. I would say it's harder to stay positive when it's just cold. I can, Mm -hmm. I think I can deal with snow. Totally. At this point in my life, but if it's cold, that's where I have to grip my teeth and bear it. And mm-hmm. I can even deal with like standing cold. It's wind and cold that really like when it hits my face, I'm like, it's okay. It's fine. It's just wind. You'll be you'll be in your car in 10 more seconds. Here we go. And you just get more mad with each step because it keeps <laughs> slapping. Like today I had to get gas and I was so mad that I had to stand outside in the cold for two minutes. But I knew I was, my light was on and I had to get gas. And it's just what I have to do as an adult. No matter how cold it is outside, I don't even need to get back to my car. I can just sit there and grin and bear it and be happy that I get to enjoy the outside world, no matter how cold it is. Travis, are you awake until the light turns on to get gas kind of a dude? Um, I have been recently because... Uh, I mean, five days out of the week, all I really do is I drive to work and then I go to the gym and then I go home, rinse, wash and repeat. And I know (laughs) I can get through about four days. And then on the fifth day, I need to get gas. But depending on where my weekend travels were, 
it sometimes messes up um, how much gas I use. And I like to, I know when I get my light and it comes on, I'm not driving anywhere else. And as long as I can get to work, to the gym or back home, somewhere in that vicinity, there's a quick star, there's a Casey's, there's a shell, there's a something, and I'll be just fine. Cause I know I'm within 20 miles of all of them all the time. I'm not too worried about it. Well, we know how Danielle is with yes. gas tanks. She infamously, her car, the car she rides die on the side of the road. Yes. Yes. I, 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 I really... have been that person before multiple times. Multiple times. Well, one time specifically really, really bad. And then another time that like I had happened. And then I like, I was close like okay. two other times, but yeah. <laughs> I like fill up because of that. I fill up when I'm like just under like three fourths, like, or one fourth, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yes, I was on the phone, Travis, with Danielle when mm-hmm. during one of her, oh my gosh, Abby, I think my guess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so in my defense, like, I mean, it was again, a rental. A rental. So the situations where this has happened in the past, like what, like 10 years or whatever have been in rental cars. So not my own, not cars that I'm like used to the gas tank or anything. Of okay. course, it's a hundred percent. You my don't fault. drive regularly. Like, right. that's I mean, also- it is a hundred percent my fault. I should make sure to always check the gas. I mean, I'm not like saying it's not my fault at all. I'm just saying that there's a piece of it where it's kind of like, I'm just not used to it. Whereas like Travis, like you said, you know, like your drive. Oh, I know my car. I know my yeah, drive. Exactly. exactly. If exactly. you get in a foreign car and you don't know these roads, you think the next exit is only five more miles. And then the exit is 25 more miles and you go, Thank you. I'm in trouble. Thank you. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You know, <clears throat> it is I just it laughed because I was on the phone and she was like, Abby, I just need to call someone because the car man's gonna die and all i hear was oh my god oh my god it's happening it was a near-death experience man it was like really intense. it was back-to-back traffic too yeah that oh, was on the no. highway you were that person i was that person i was on the highway and i was like whoa like <laughs> you gotta put your flashers on you're like looking you're starting to wave people around yes, you're like oh. it was intense it was really oh, really bad no. that's bad that's, <laughs> oh, that's not fun that's not, not fun. fun it's scary it was just it was not like yeah. It was one of those that's, I was wild. I was on my way to Iowa too. So I was just like, oh gosh. Of course. Well, Travis, I feel like we jumped right in and hopefully people have listened to your episode from 2021. Oh God, but... if you did, bless your heart. You, you were <laughs> you were dealing with that volume knob the whole thing. I'm sure. I'm almost guaranteed. <laughs> well, okay. So if people don't go listen to your episode, if you could summarize who you are, what you do, go. <laughs> uh, who, who am I? Uh, I'm, I'm uh, who am I? I'm Travis James Horn. Uh, I am 38 years old. Yeah, 38 years old. Uh, I have a nine to five job, which is okay. It pays my bills. It does everything I need to, uh, to make the comforts of my life there for me. Uh, but on the weekends, I am delighted and enjoying my dream of being a professional wrestler each, well, not each and every weekend, but a decent amount of weekends, a decent amount of weekends out of the year. I'm putting spandex on and I'm running around in front of people, hopefully making them smile, uh, just like I've always wanted to my whole life. Just wanted to uh, go out there and perform. I think perform more than anything is what I like to do. I have a wedding this year. Uh, which I am counting down to. 
Um, so that is very exciting. I have my lovely fiance. I have three cats in my life now. Uh, I love being a cat daddy. Um, but cat daddy, exactly. Cat yeah, yeah, yeah. Daddy. Yep. Just, it's ingrained in your brain. Uh, <laughs> But I think that's kind of who I am. I'm an Iowa State graduate. That's how I know both of you um, from my many, many, many a years in uh, Ames, where I tried to help and encourage all the shenanigans as much as I could. Um, but I think that's kind of who I am, where I'm from, what I do. <laughs> that is a good descriptor of you, Travis, of encouraging the shenanigans, because yeah, you are always the sober one, right? And so all of us were doing our crazy drunk shenanigans and you'd be like, light a match, drop it. I'll walk over here and then <laughs> it will be hilarious. And I uh, get to watch from the DJ. So yes, in all those ways. And whenever I think of that stuff, I here, here's my performance aspect, right? As, as a DJ and as a friend, um, I will always have your back no matter what. Um, but I will also, um, push any situation I can to be as exciting, uh, maybe uncomfortable as possible, just so that way everybody around us can uh, have an experience, have an experience that lives in your brain forever. That's that's the best part, right? Because every day we just go through our mundane lives and then usually we live through the weekends and those weekends we could sit here and this is what you do every week. You have stories after story after story after story and Sometimes maybe it was because of me. Sometimes it was because of someone else. But if I can steal that scenario and say it was me, <laughs> that's what I really like. I like to be the guy that made something happen. I like to be, hey, everybody, New Year's, two, one. There it is. Ready, Haley? Reference. Awesome. Reference every year. We'll never forget. Oh, yeah. If you watched our Instagram live, Travis was on and we shared that story as well. All right. Boom. First story. Here we go. Ready? All right. New Year's. I jump on Instagram right around Instagram, right? That's what we were doing. Yeah. Um, and I was DJing. Um, was it that night? Yeah, you did. Yeah, have to you're going to DJ. Yeah. All right. Cool. So going to DJ that night. Very excited. Um, I've, it's a new location for a bar I've DJed before. So the bar was in Rock Island. They moved to downtown Davenport. I go there. And Sam came with me. So I was excited. She was going to hang out with me all night. I was a little worried that she would be like, oh, she'll bring, she brought her Kindle. She's like, well, yes, oh, really? when you yeah. said that on the live, we laughed yeah, yeah, so yeah. hard. I know. So I was funny. like, wait, yeah. what? <laughs> she, she did not read all night. We had a blast. Okay. Yeah, good. good. Um, so uh, we get there and we're having a blast and they have a fog machine. And I taught her how to run the fog machine. Once she knew how to run the fog machine, oh, it was off. It, yeah. Like I could just look at her. I'd be like, hit it. And she just go, she would hold it up in the air and shoot it like a gun. <laughs> <laughs> she was having a blast. Yeah. But it comes uh, when I get there, you know, what I forget. I forgot my microphone. Oh, I, I can't do anything. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and in my brain, I'm like, oh, God, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And there's these TVs all around the bar. And on the TVs, they have the countdown whenever it's close. And so right above me, there's this big TV and I'm trying to figure out what I want to play. Um, and I throw on my midnight song and I'm watching the crowd. And I'm trying to figure out like what's going to happen, what's going to happen in my brain. I'm like, maybe I'll turn down the music. and I'll start to like scream the countdown. And then I realize all the people start looking at the TV above me because the countdown's there and it gets close. And all of a sudden the whole crowd all together starts going 
dad <laughs> and i'm like i don't have to do anything here we go yes it hit, it hit midnight and sam like held the fog machine up and started going all over the place and I, I, it was it was really good it was, it was yes. a great midnight it was a great midnight and i was so excited that it went off without a hitch and i was so worried because i was like i didn't bring my microphone i don't know how we're gonna do the countdown but yeah lo and behold the whole bar they were ready to have a great time and New Year's was saved. Yay. 2023 was here and we had a great start to the year. They knew the assignment. You redeemed. <laughs> they did. I, I relied on the crowd and they they wanted to have fun. So Yes. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> I love that. See, it's a New Year's that everyone wants and loves. <laughs> it was it was good stuff. I was trying to listen to new music uh throughout the day to try to be like what are some of these new hip tunes the kids are into that I can play for tonight? Mm -hmm. um, and there was a couple there that I played, but mostly all my repertoire up here is all early 2000s, early 2010s, whatever. Like that's my <laughs> go-to bread and butter, um, it, which never fails. And it's yeah. so funny. Uh, when I was DJing that night, there was a girl, super smart. I love smart people who can like read their DJ. Mm -hmm. And she had an app on her phone and she would whatever whatever song she wanted she would type it out on her phone but make the font huge mm. so she would just hold up her phone like this it would have the name of the song huge for me to see and i would just look over her and like one of them she put like soldier boy crank that and i looked and i was like <laughs> the big head nod to her i was like oh yeah absolutely and then once she realized i saw her and i would play with that she started just like holding all these throwback hits up on her phone app. like <laughs> you were the best she was Absolutely. like requesting Dude, she's requesting was, the jams she was and i, I like, loved it because like a touch tunes basically. <laughs> seriously so yeah. but like that's the same thing for our group of friends i i could see a friend come out and i know what your jam is right now right mm -hmm. so when i see you walk in i'm like oh you're probably gonna go to the bar you're gonna get a drink but then you're gonna turn and i know i'll watch you and then I'll hit that song and you go and having that control, <laughs> having that control to just be able to drop the jam right when you walk in or you're ready to hit the dance floor. Like, or sometimes I, you'd walk, start walking towards the bar and I'd see you play your jam and you'd be like, oh no. And you'd immediately go to the dance floor to do like the dub H dance or whatever. And then you'd run back and get a drink. But yeah. uh, I love that stuff. I love having people's emotions right there at my fingertips and people are just freaking out. They're like, yes, this is my jam. The control of a DJ. Yes. Oh, I got control. the power. Yeah, just yeah, like absolutely. puppeteering right here. <laughs> uh, that's me. I'm Geppetto. You're all my Pinocchios. <laughs> Basically, because we will do the dance that you tell us to do. Yes, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but my gosh. Um, that's some good stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is. Well, you said you don't, I mean, do you listen to any new music or is there any band mm. or artist that you're like, oh yeah, this is really good now. Cause I know back in the day it was right. 303. Uh, who else? Um, like uh, Skrillex, right. There were all those like awesome cool tunes yeah. for anyone now got, that's new. I, honestly, I was really happy to live through like the dubstep, like mm -hmm. just culmination at that point or like the taking off of that stuff because it's built into like what festivals and stuff are and i don't think like necessarily it's I, I feel like it faded it faded out of the mainstream and it's not necessarily the thing anymore um but just yeah living through all of that stuff like 
I think that was really, really cool and fun. But the thing, so if you look at music and you look at dance, they're always like correlated when it comes to that. And nowadays it's very much TikTok is your go-to, right? It is like, it's not the radio. It's not CDs. It's not iTunes. It's not Spotify. It is TikTok. Yeah. TikTok is where you scroll and you find what's trending and it's trending because the song and the dance or whatever is associated with it. Plenty of stuff. Even uh, if you don't look at TikTok, it's Netflix. Mm -hmm. TV shows are what determine the music, new or old. That's the oh, hot yeah. stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So whenever I see something or I hear something, it's usually associated with something. So like, yeah, the, what is it? The body shop song by Sam Smith, like explosion, right? Yeah. It, <laughs> out of nowhere. Here it is like yeah. huge song. And then like, it gets run into the ground within a month because everyone, their mom does a dance to it, does a remix of it, does a cover of it, does everything. Cause it has to be instant gratification. You got to get something out immediately. Cause you have to take the content that you see make it new content, recycle the content and get the feedback. So someone else sees it and they make their own content off it. Mm -hmm. So some stuff I hear, but it's so few and far in between because yeah. I'm not, I'm not a music person. Anymore. Like I don't sit and DJ weekend after weekend, after weekend, after weekend, where my job is music. My job is what are you playing? What are the hits? What are the requests? Like that's what, fueled the fire i don't i'm not in the dance group that is like engulfed by the songs what are the songs where are the new ones where are the old ones like yeah since none of that exists there i will get in my car seven days a week podcast 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 all i want to do yeah. is i want to hear people talk and a lot of times i'm not even listening to like big podcasts i have friends now in wrestling that start their own podcast super small podcast movie podcast but listening to my friends talk i get to live vicariously through like conversations i'm not having with you mm -hmm. so when i sit there and i hear you laugh or i hear you talk and i hear whatever like i think things are i'm so much closer to the conversation that i get so much more out of it and that's why i listen to it um so like music wise every now and then i'll hear a jam or if I hear something, I'm like, oh, I haven't done a freestyle video in like a year. Like, I would love to do that. Like my brain like takes over and it's like, I can do it. And then I ask myself, I'm like, when are you going to do it? Like, what's the right time? What's the space? Like the, the emotion to just go and press record on my camera is like not there. I want to do it sometimes, but I also am like, there's already like a million people that probably already did dance to this song. And it's whatever, because I don't want to jump on TikTok and do a choreographed dance. I wanted like, that's not what I'm good at, right? I'm okay, but that's not what I'm good at. I like to put the music on. I just like to freestyle. Like that's always been my thing. So every now and then I want to do that, but I usually don't do it. But there are some good songs out there. Not a lot, but some. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, Unholy by Sam Smith is so good. So yes, yes. Well, it's it's funny, Travis, because you bring up so many good points about the music aspect of things because I think, well, for me, I definitely am on TikTok a lot and on Instagram a lot. So clearly, like I listen to the music a lot more, but I do know that my musical habits are very different. I think it's like 
myself, I don't listen to music as much as I used to. Like I do, but it's not as, I'm not instantly like going for it as much because I'm either doing a bunch of other things or like you said, I'm listening to podcasts or I'm listening to like audiobooks or something like that. Um, but then obviously when I'm with the group settings, I'm definitely the person who's like, oh my gosh, I know the music. I got it. I got it. Don't worry. We'll figure it out. And I love like knowing what the good music is. And obviously like still some of our friends will like send me music and things like that. So I'm not completely out of touch with music, but it is very different because I think definitely like how you're talking about just how inundated we were with music before and how much of a pulse it was in our lives and how different it is now um you just have to be like so much more intentional about like finding it and listening to it and all that and I feel like also too when I watch like dance shows and things like that then I'll go down those rabbit holes where I'm like oh my gosh what's this song what's this artist what's going on with this like when Dancing with the Stars is on and when you know so you think you can dance is on yeah then I'll go down those rabbit holes and I'll start getting on YouTube and start listening to a bunch of stuff but yeah. And I don't commute as much as I used to either. Cause I used to always take the train for like 45 minutes to an hour. And then that's when I'd listen to a lot of music, but I don't do that as much anymore. So it is very, it's, it's so interesting how that evolves, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah music and dance was so mm-hmm. integral. Like how many hours a week were we all doing that and how much music, like, or even after college, like I was making playlists for yoga. Mm-hmm. I was listening to different radio stations. Like I listened, I used to have the iHeart radio app on my phone and now it is, yeah, more podcasts, more whatever, but I do get my music fixed because D still listens to DJs or whatever on his, mm-hmm. uh, on his phone or Spotify and has like, yeah. like he always knows the new stuff and you will appreciate this, Travis. Every time D picks up Eli from daycare, they apparently have a dance party on the way back. And it's some DJ that D listens to, I don't even know what radio, like Sirius or whatnot, Mm -hmm. but it's DJ Maurice Halstead. And Eli will ask for him and be like, let's do the dance party. And D has taught him how to figure out when the drop is going to happen. So I was in the truck with them one night and Eli was back there just like shaking his like little booster seat. He's like, three, two, one, let's go. And it'll be perfect. (laughs) It's so funny. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I would get so hyped if I had a kid in the back who was, who knew the countdown was coming. I would be like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah. Here we go. D like doing his like, like, oh yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Yes. It's enjoyable. I like that. I like that a lot. Yes. Oh man. I mean, music is still like such a huge part of my life though, but it is just very interesting how, yeah. I mean, the fact of how many dances we did and how much we had to constantly have that in our brains, like 24 seven is mm-hmm. also just a whole, a whole gamut and how much we like went out and things like that. Like, it was just, I mean, and we yeah, would listen to new CDs when they would drop. Yeah, like on YouTube, like the whole Usher album, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and everyone was like, everyone was making their own music, you know, like everyone's making mixes for their dances and just listening to different beats and all those different things. So it is very interesting. I feel like when I talk to my friends here and I have conversations with them about music or just finding different music and you you can tell like how different we are with the musical aspect of things just mm-hmm. because we were so integrated into it it is such a like a huge part of life you know yeah but yeah the quick gratification right like the tiktok what 30 second or two only couple Mm -hmm. minutes 
That is true. Like, well, I mean, Beyonce, right? Like her album came out and like, then there was the cuff it challenge. So I think people were still getting in the new content. Just, yeah. Well, and I think realistically, like if you're looking at the music and if you're an artist, you also have to think like the way that I'm getting my music out also has to be marketed a specific way because some people you can make a song and you do, you're not relying on a music video. You could have a trend or pay people to try to start a trend or a hashtag or whatever to like get some traction on your stuff or whatever it might be. But like, that's kind of the big kicker. Like I can only imagine if like we were in college right now, it would be this Rolodex of TikTok oh. dances in our head that yeah. we could go out play all the songs and you can do all the stuff all night because you know it like the back of your hand. But um, what was I talking about? Like with uh, what I was talking about with Sam is that um, the part that it takes so long when I listen to some of these songs because the clips on TikTok are like this now, right? Mm -hmm. It's not even the whole song. It's what are those hot 30 seconds like right. of the Lizzo song? And because of that, like I can throw the whole thing on when I DJed and I talked about this, that like when I was going out to New Year's, I was like, how do I play a whole song when people only care about 30 seconds of it? Like, and because like after those 30 seconds, like, do I just throw it to the next song because the hot part's over? Because like, I don't even know if people care about the rest of the song anymore versus like, it. or they don't <laughs> exactly they, I like think a lot of people don't know it yeah for sure yeah, like if I'm dropping an intro to a song and people are like what's this and then all of a sudden it kicks in they're like oh I know this I'm like no you don't you don't you know it on TikTok you never mm -hmm. even went to Spotify and listened to this album when yeah. it dropped you only Dang. cared about the hot thing and maybe the intros fire and no one cares about it because that's not where the trend's at yeah yeah there's an artist on TikTok um I have to think of which I think it's, I think it's the artist Jake. I think that's who it is. Or there might be another one, but who basically started his entire musical career through TikTok because he started an album. Like he started writing it like with his brother, like he, you know, got really, really excited about it, like made an album, like wrote it out the whole nine yards. And then him and his brother like marketed it on TikTok and like created content and did all these things. And he's is not going to sign to a label like whatsoever. Like it's he wants to see, I mean he wants to like prove to people also as well that you don't have to put in all this money to have a record label. You don't, you know, you can no. you can just do it in your home. You can figure out all these different well, things and all this accessibility. Yeah. It's yeah. And it's so wild. And I mean, he's doing amazing. And all yeah. these people are just trying to throw money at him and are trying to do all these things. And he's like, I'm just doing this with my brother. Like I have this amazing music. And I mean, he's gotten amazing opportunities. But uh, and nowadays, like if you go that route, like the oh, internet right. is set up to absolutely help you be crowdfunded whether it is through um i mean you don't like there of course like there's your major websites like a gofundme or whatever but like if you are a hot thing like create a patreon mm -hmm. you have a patreon you have tiers if people want to support you that's how they support you that's how they stay in the know if you mm -hmm. jump on tiktok and you go to like your regular feed but now they have the live feed and on the live feed, you can buy stuff and there's all kinds of stuff you can do. Like, I know I scroll through the live feed and there's like these little Asian ladies like trying to give away crystals and you can buy it right there. And I'm just mm -hmm. like, I didn't know this was a thing. But the more that I like 
flip and scroll and it shows you the main feed and the live feed there's like all this different stuff that's going back and forth i'm like there's so many ways that you could delegate your extra time into something and if i wanted to if i'm like oh i want to talk about wrestling but i want to talk about it with the world like i could go live on tiktok and somebody can just scroll and they can be in south africa and be like oh, i don't know who this is but i'll listen for 30 seconds why not and then all of a sudden like that person if they're like well, that wasn't too bad like i'll just subscribe to him and then all of a sudden you have someone halfway across the world and you didn't even try to get that person that person fell into your algorithm and here we go so like that's the wild part of it now like your worldwide reach is at your fingertips everything is available at your phone and so whenever people are like struggling or anything like okay if you just at least have this thing with the apps you have a start like you can get just about anything started in front of you at any time it doesn't have to be through the people that you know it can be through anybody it's just whether you want to start it or not right mm -hmm. well and that person from your example from south africa could be they could say oh i want to subscribe to you and i want to give them five dollars because i really loved what they were talking about because you can get badges and things like that on there too so that's also another like wild part of it as well, which adds yeah. into it where it's, you know, people can support you in that way as well without having to have like a brand partner partnership with you or have any affiliate. Uh, and pe know, people will support with you. Mm -hmm. anything on there. Like there is the insane amount of stuff that I see on there. Like there are people that it looks like they're sleeping and then depending on what the badges are, you can donate X amount of dollars to buy a badge to wake me up with an insane song or whatever noise because I have to be to work at eight hours and someone's like, oh, I want to donate five bucks so I can piss them off with the train horn scream. And then you watch this person and they get up and they slam the pillow over their head. And then someone's like, you know what? I'm going to donate a dollar too. And you have control over these okay, things. I don't know what side of TikTok you're on. I don't know about this. But oh my God. If it is the stuff that I see is insane. There are your, people that they act cool. like they're sleeping and they have a huge board behind them and they show you all the icons that you I can purchase. Trust. And when you I purchase can't. the icon, it wakes that person up with a different noise. It's someone is making money off of doing nothing. They're acting like their eyes are shut and they're sleeping and they're just waiting for you to click something. Well, also, also Travis, here's, here's another, here's another caveat to that. So that person, you also realize that anytime you go live on any sort of platform, this is for all the people that need to know, anytime you go live, it pushes out your content to either everyone that is in your actual sphere. So that's your followers or on TikTok, it pushes out your content in the algorithm. So therefore those people that are just laying there sleeping, their algorithm, their content is getting pushed and pushed and pushed. So they could have fire content on their feed, but what they're doing is then they're going on TikTok. Like it's another one of those strategies. Like people will go on TikTok for like five minutes, 10 minutes, do whatever. And then it just pushes out their content on the algorithm because it's showing that they're they're in the sphere or whatever. The same yeah. thing as Instagram. You know, that's why it alerts you when you're on, it'll yeah. alert all your followers that you're there. So then it's pushing your content, all the things. So going yeah. live is actually very, very beneficial for a lot of reasons, but that whole sleeping shenanigans, that's wild. But I know like, obviously hey, it's great. Strategic aspect yeah. of it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. 
it's uh there's a lot of fun stuff in this world right now and the <laughs> the more that we just sit along in it the more that you learn and it's uh it's pretty it's pretty fun like well, i think uh, oh sorry go no, it's very so interesting i'm <laughs> very i'm very into toys uh mainly action figures right i like them i love them i collect them and there's an app that's called whatnot and whatnot is like ebay but like oh, instagram yeah. live so people will go live on there and they're like, hey, I got this and we're going to start at $1 and you can bid now. And then the clock is at like 30 seconds and it ticks down and you can bid and then it resets the clock and then it goes some more and you can bid. And so it's like live bidding on stuff that you want and you can follow people's channels. There's people that go and they sell Squishmallows, they sell vintage mcdonald's toys trading cards all this wow. stuff and it works just like tiktok so if i'm bored in the room that i'm in i just flip up and it goes to the very next person that's live selling stuff and then if i don't like it flip it and there's people that do giveaways all the time so if you find a room that's doing a giveaway you can just hit enter giveaway and you sit there and if there's a very small amount of people in that room you have a higher chance of giving away so every now and then i just win stuff Cause I'm in that room and I'm like, that's fine. I don't have to buy anything, but if you win a giveaway and then you buy something from that person, now your shipping is free because they have to ship you the giveaway item for no charge. <laughs> so it's a, it's a dangerous game. The system. I love this. I oh. would probably, I would probably sell my, some of my own stuff on there. I just don't want to like sell five things and then have to pack up five things and go ship five things. Yeah. I know you can buy different things to like make your labels and whatever from home. I just don't care that much yet. What was this app called? Whatnot. W-A-T-N-O-T. Whatnot. It reminds me of retail me not is what when you said that I was like, Huh. Uh, and so even there's, uh, I haven't followed one in a while, but there's people that have like vintage clothing, right? There'll be people that behind them, they have like 200 shirts and they're like, what are you looking for? What do we got? And they'll pull shirts. Damn. How much is this? You want this Harley Davidson shirt? Awesome. What do we do? Let's bundle it. Let's do this. All right. It's going live right now. Or, Hey, you want to buy these? I'll throw it in the buy it now section. Go buy it. Like you don't even have to run an auction. <laughs> it's nuts. People, that, uh, this is nuts. Please like if, do not. If I were post. to if I were to sell it to Tex or somebody like that, I'd be like, "Hey, there's people that sell exclusive Nike SBs on here. So you go and you go, what's your size? Let me show you everything I got. Let's run it right now. Like, it's everybody and anybody that can resell stuff and make more profit through auction purposes. It's exactly what it is. Like you well, said, what I, what I was going to say is please do not advertise this on Facebook because if my mom learns that there is an online version of an auction type setting, good God, her house is going to be f- filled with even more knickknacks than her. Well, right I'm not going to introduce anything to her because the fact that this woman already had three Facebooks, she don't need it. <laughs> she don't need any more technology. The fact that I had to message you and be like, which one of these is your active mom's profile? <laughs> And she technically uses two because one's oh from her God. iPad, one is from her phone. <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. Well, I think exactly like what you said. The fact that we live in this wild world right now. <laughs> I mean, 
the more and more you pan out and think about things, the more and more you got to like pan back in because it's just like, it's too intense to like pan out and think about the world that we're in. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what we do. We wake up and we go to our nine to fives and we forget about all this stuff that's around us. And then you have these conversations and you sit with people and you talk and you go, Oh my God, why don't we ever talk about this? And you're like, it's too much. That's why we don't talk about it. The pan it's in, pan out. Pan in, pan out. Yeah. Yeah. American Girl doll just came out with apparently uh, their new vintage doll is from 1999. Really? <laughs> like I, yeah. I, I just saw something the other day and some, it was like someone's comment and it was like, Hey, if you want to know what the past was like, ask all the people, but uh, ask all the people born between 90 and 99. And someone was like, <laughs> what if you were born in 80 to 89? Like, oh, those are the ancestors. And I was like, oh, man, I was like, I, I understand I'm creeping up on 40. And every time I think about this, like, I'm so glad I don't feel my age because it's this this has to be exactly what in some way, shape or form, our parents lived through. Right. And they had kids. And then at some point they were like, the seventies weren't a long time ago. And us as kids are like, what's disco. That's this is so long ago. And now we're like, what is it? 2023. And so if I'm like, Oh man, like 1996 was the greatest year ever. And someone's like, that's the seventies. So that's this generation. Seventies is is the Mm nineties. And I'm like, no, the nineties were my jam, the best Mm -hmm. TV, the best music, the blah, blah, blah. And like big Jinko jeans and all this stuff. Like that's bell bottoms, right? Yeah. If you look at the ratio of time and Healy's and all this other stuff, it's all, it's all, it's nostalgia and Mm -hmm. I will, I'll, I'll love it and I'll live it. And I'm sure it's I could, we've had many a conversations where Sam and I are like, someday our kid, we are only showing them the cartoons we grew up on. She has started to buy DVDs and she's like, oh, yep, we'll just throw all the DVDs of our favorite cartoons on. And that's all they're getting. They're not watching uh, Paw Patrol or Blue. Hey, Paw Patrol's kind of fun. Whatever. <laughs> sure. Like, I don't I don't have this realization to like sit my kid in front of. I assume a phone, an iPad, a screen or whatever it is like her brain is like, nope, we'll throw the cartoons on or throw the DVD over at grandma's house. Because I'm sure when she was a kid, she just sat in front of a TV and someone put in a VHS Disney movie and she watched it a hundred times till the tape broke. Well, Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, we all watched Wizard of Oz and that came out like before my grandma or when my grandma was exactly. Yeah. Or like, yeah, the old Disney movies that came out in the 50s 60s 70s that Mm -hmm. I didn't realize I thought they had all come out at that time because that's what I watched yeah Yeah. like the Snow Whites the Cinderella's like Sleeping Beauties Ah, like all that is like Jungle Book Bambi that stuff is like at the beginning the beginning stages of animation well see the beginning of time Disney Disney had to find out a way to market it when things got hot right like Disney Channel or Nickelodeon and VHS Mm -hmm. became a big thing and then if you think of the nostalgia that a Disney VHS brings to you and like just seeing a row of like 20 of them in a row, like that's what you fell in love with as a kid because you went to the video store and you saw one, you're like, we have to rent it or I have to own it. And like, that is what is ingrained into your mind now. Mm-hmm. And I can still I, hear the plastic. Sure, <laughs> exactly. Like, 
Like <laughs> that's the that's the fun part of it. They had to find a way to market, make more money off the old stuff and reintroduce it to a new generation. So that way now when we have kids, they're like, oh my God, I have to show my kids this Disney movie. And they're like, we've been banking off Snow White for like 60 years now. It's not even <laughs> right. good, but it's, mm-hmm. it's still going to make you money time after time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Time after time. Just thinking about that too. <laughs> Disneyland, Disneyland had the long game. They're like, we're just going to make so much money off this for so long. We'll, we'll get our billion dollar company eventually. And mm-hmm. now here they are. Well, I mean, I'm sure you guys watched the Nickelodeon like documentary that was on Hulu, I think it was. Yep. And I mean, like they talk about um, the orange tapes and how yep. they created the orange tapes to help you like differentiate between like Disney and everything like that. And then just the fact that, you know, that's what you remember now. And the fact that there was the gack and the slime and all those main colors that just puts Love you in. Lime green and orange. Lime yep. green and orange. Yeah. Hold on. Did did either of you have gack? Of course. Okay. So. What was the smell? What was the color? Um, I think my gack was like purple or green. green. It had sparkles in it, I think. Like I had one that was like sparkly. <sighs> I think. Maybe yeah. I didn't have gack because I bet my mom was like, hell no, because my mom hated Play-Doh, yeah. but I had it. Yeah. And she just yeah. threw it. I had, I had it. I had an orange one that smelled like pizza. Ooh, okay. That's oh my god. That's but of course, like, yeah, it's a gross because anytime you try to recreate the pizza smell, it's like not. Re- it's so mm-hmm. artificial, and it was. It was like not good. But it's again one of the things that you're like, I have to get gack. Um, like we were de- we were watching Hulu the other day, and um, we were like living on the nostalgia of like, why don't we see commercials for like these amazing toys? Like we were so heavily marketed, right? Cause we were watching Nickelodeon or whatever. Extremely, yeah. Um, oh, because similar. like we watch a show on Hulu and then it's like, we don't pay for like the non ads version. So like an ad comes up and it's for like, it was for something. If you are having um covid symptoms and you're mm-hmm. high risk like take this and then they go into this diatribe of like the risks and the factors and i'm like are we going to have a kid someday that they're like oh, i remember that drug it was always on that commercial yes. and I'm like i'm like this is awful like i do not want uh these like prescription drug ads or these political ads like to be the things that are in my kid's brain for like years and years to and come when, when I'm like, no, it was GI Joe's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, GAC, Flome, like the latest upcoming release to go buy on DVD or VHS. Like none of that exists. And it's so like heartbreaking that these commercials, they're just like being pumped out that I'm not watching anything. On, I was going to say on their channels, show, it like, is. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I was going to say like Disney and Nickelodeon, like the reason why it was so heavily marketed to us that way is because those channels were specifically for kids, you know, like that was their yeah. target audience their target market. So like in general, that's, that's what they pushed where they're, yeah. they're like, okay, we're going to push it to the kids. So then the kids will talk about the GI Joes and they'll tell and, the parents. Yeah. And the parents I and every Double that. Dare, every Double yes. Dare episode or Nickelodeon game show sponsored by Skechers. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So, 
I mean, yeah. it's kind of the Hulu that you're watching now. I mean, Hulu, yeah. unless you're going to do like Hulu kids or something, it's not yeah. really marketed. It is sometimes but... <laughs> like uh, when we throw like Paramount Plus on because Paramount mm-hmm. Plus has a lot of the old Nickelodeon stuff. Uh, we'll watch old episodes of like Legends of the Hidden Temple and they keep like the uh, I love that they keep the sponsorships in there, like you said, because mm-hmm. it's like it's funny brought to you by British Knights. And I'm like, <laughs> I wish I had some British Knights right now. That sounds super cool. <laughs> yeah. Old Double Dare, like the first thing that they give away, they're like, oh, and it's a KB Toys $50 gift card. And I'm yeah. like, that doesn't even exist. That's so sad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But or- Travis, you're correct. You're correct that uh, if you have a kid, they will latch on to random things, If especially if they're anything like Eli. He'll come down. And of course, we watch a lot of ESPN. Mm-hmm. And e- Eli, one day when we were watching the Tom Brady uh, documentary a while back, out of nowhere he's like presented by under armor like he was repeating <laughs> the advertisement oh or like the gosh. other day he was saying something and i'm like he is repeating a car commercial or he was repeating something like the newest tv show Da-da-da. i'm like what <laughs> like, where is this coming from <laughs> yep yep it's wild yeah the good old days, right? <laughs> nope. The good old days are right now. They're That's right what now. They They're are. Right. You are. You are correct. They're right. All right. Now. All right. Next topic. We gotta get out of nostalgia land. Where are we at? What's <laughs> well, going on? Well, I was on? laughing because I thought you were gonna say you were getting advertised like AARP or something, Travis, like <laughs> on Hulu. Oh, I, I mean, sure, probably. I mean, I, you get advertised everything. I get all kinds of fun commercials, and I just I glare back at Sam and I go, what? are they selling us who is who is watching hulu right now and they're like oh my god i should visit my doctor that sounds exactly like me and i soon since your elder are sleeping will be on hulu because it's what you're watching it's showing like what you're watching and then they're like okay your per- if you are watching this this means you have to be around this age which means you're probably going to be needing these type of drums yeah. or like well whatever. And I would say the majority of our time, like when we come home, like we have all just throw on like YouTube. I always get way more entertainment out of YouTube and it's ever growing or changing algorithm because all I have to do is watch one different video and my whole main page is different. Yeah. And okay, so let's go on this fun diatribe. So (laughs) we go we go to YouTube and like the weird thing, (laughs) the weird thing that we like to watch is there is a man, I think he is in Scotland, and his name is the Hoof GP. His name is Graham Parker, and what he does is he goes to farms and he trims cows' hooves, and we love (laughs) to watch it. It is, we will sit there, and this man, he gets the cow in what's called the crush, where he holds it, and he saves their feet, and it's just like uh, Dr. Pimple Popper, but I watch a guy fix cow's feet and i couldn't care less about going to a farm or ever doing this but watching this really nice guy is just like part of our thing now so when a new cow comes in and he's got what they when a cow is injured okay. when a cow's injured or uh he has something going on with his foot they cut they say he's lame the cow is lame because he's limping i know all these terms now <laughs> because i watch it so much Oh and my God. I want to so, know how that was promoted to you. How I don't know. Did you learn I have no. Clue. Yeah. Like, what? So, okay. 
here here's what i think happened right so i think at some point we were either watching like a pimple popping video or something right where some type of skin or something was being like taken care of or bandaged or maybe there was like a weird foot show where someone had a foot problem that you were like trying to see what happened and then randomly (laughs) this thing got here and this guy i'm sure there was one little thumbnail that was like huge pus bubble explodes from cow's foot and i was like you know what screw it watch it (laughs) and now now we just watch a guy save cow's feet that's part of my life on a regular basis because he's so nice and he saves the cow and i'm like wow what a nice guy he's got a nice family (laughs) it's wild it's very wild exactly here's what we're learning about me today this is me loving one gentleman and there's other cow foot channels it's a thing (laughs) i've noticed but this guy he's my guy i watch his channel i don't support him i don't throw him any money but i watch his stuff i make sure to watch his content and he's got a good channel you're giving him money by watching his content i have to know now (laughs) there you go graham parker the hoof gp check it out on youtube there you go and you just you just shouted him out like yeah yeah, someone's gonna be interested they're like you know what i really am interested I mean, okay, I have to know then. Danielle, what's like the weirdest thing you watch on some streaming service? I don't know. I don't know if I, I know. I watch I weird of, things. I mean, I'm, I'm just like niche, it like that, niche. but like, yeah. Um, one one person on Instagram or TikTok that you follow that no one knows that you follow. <laughs> okay, let me think. Um, oh well, gosh. and I can think of one. I'll think of one for me. But okay, I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know D. He he's been really big into, and it's not. I mean, I guess it's niche, but like he loves those car rehabilitation shows, like where they get really old, like cruiser whatever ones, and you know either make them up. Well, recently he's found like the kind of knockoff shows on like Netflix or Hulu, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so the ones we've been watching they're all Canadian. So then they have the accent. It's hilarious. But these one people just literally fly a helicopter land in the middle of someone's farm yard they're like oh there's a bunch of cool cars let's go let's go talk to them they have finagle and are like can we buy these off of you like what like rust to riches is one of them that sure yeah (laughs) he's watched them all all of them i gotta think of a a niche one for me Hmm. um hmm I don't know. I mean, I feel like I've listened, I, I, yeah, I mean, that's, I don't, I don't know. I would, top. Yeah. yeah, that was a good one. I mean, I watch a lot of people like organized shit. <laughs> like I watch, mm-hmm. I would watch those, like, um, I watch those, like do it on a budget. A lot of those like random, like, um, like fixing their houses or like organizing, I don't know, or like organizing. Life. No, I just thought of one, but it hasn't been on in a while that we watched really? Do you know I, yeah I, I think mine are really basic like I watch people like organized shit. well yeah. like the home edit that's all good yeah. D and I when it was on tv we used to love watching <laughs> oh, little women LA it was so good okay that's good that's good <laughs> it was such a good show it was like real housewives <laughs> little women LA like the little midget like ladies little that lived in LA <laughs> Sorry, if there's any midgets there listening, I understand little people. I'm not trying to be offensive. Yeah. I I cannot believe what just came out of Abby's mouth. (laughs) Yes. We learned a lot of, there's so many different types of dwarfism and Mm -hmm. talked about just, you know, their uh, like 
struggles going through the world, right? Because like the world is not is not built for See, this is this is the great content that hashtag real life is all about. Real life. That, that on the same spectrum, fights. It was oh, hilarious. of course they'd have fights. Why wouldn't they have fights? It's little little ladies of L.A. It's okay. triple triple L over here. I it mean, was on Lifetime too. So of course it was. Lifetime's like, that. hey, yes. what's all these different types of people? Let's get them shows. I feel like my I feel like my friend Alex would watch Little Women of LA a lot. He watched and the that reason too. I watched it is because it was after one of my first surgeries, and I was like, it was when I still lived in Southside Des Moines when Dee and I were in that house, and we were just flipping through the channel, and my mom and I found. It, this and we just started laughing because we're like this is like the best like just reality tv it was yeah real housewives but little women la and then wow. d started watching it and then guys we would record new episodes like we watched this is, i mean you guys were in it you guys were in it <laughs> i love it That's I, okay i also will watch miss mojo do you guys know what miss mojo is uh-uh. basically it's like this countdown show or whatever so it'll be like the 10 best um yes, songs I watch about, that whatever i watch yes. that a ton what's mm-hmm. that on it's it's on youtube so yes. i watch that a lot it has the 10 best of this i watch a lot of those like compilation things like a lot yep. of things like that with mr mojo or it's like the 10 best romance scenes or like the best fights and the best blah 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 like have, I you, watch have, you, of those. have you ever seen the react channel where they get different generations of people to react to things Yes, I think I have. Yes. Yeah. I like I like watching that because Mm -hmm. I like watching elders react to a lot of stuff that they show them and -hmm. just like seeing how they think. And they'll put an elder with like a kid that is sometimes like anywhere from 15 and younger. And so they're both sitting there like interacting with it and watching that. Yeah, I always think that's pretty fun. Mm, That's hilarious. Yeah. But it's sad, though, when people don't know, like, a good you know prince or michael jackson song right like no 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 Google. it's not it's not even that anymore it's oh, no. someone someone the other day something came on and a kid who he's been on there for years on this react channel because i've watched old clips and new clips so i know he's been on there a long time and someone was like do you know this song and it was a green day song and he's like who's green day and the guy he was with was like he like stopped him in his tracks and he's like like this song or like this song he's like Mm-mm, I don't know. And I was like, yeah. wow. I was like, that's a kid now. And if I were to be like, do you know, I don't know, Nelly? And someone's like, no, who's that? I like Lil Nas X. And I'm like, oh no, this is not good. You don't know. <laughs> They'd be like, Nelly like, on Dancing with the Stars? Yeah. <laughs> yes, oh, yes, yes, exactly. yes. And I'm like, no, 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 you have to go. We got to listen to Country Grammar Hot in Here. And they're like, no, that's dumb, Nelly. I don't like that. And th- that, time right now if you jump back it's like nope that's run dmc nelly is run dmc mm-hmm. like in that time period so watching that stuff always blows wow. my mind because the more i watch people talk and do all these different things and you watch all these generational gaps like you watch the people that get it like you to watch the people that are older like your parents so you like kind of like understand that and then you get the kids that are talking about stuff and they like show them stuff that you would have liked and they're like oh this is awful or oh that's whatever and i'm like oh no, this is not fun. I don't like this. Like, <laughs> I can't wait to like show my child something. And they're like, 
dumb. I want to watch this. And I'm like, okay, let's get through this. I love you. <laughs> well, well it's, I, it's, I, oh, go down. I was going to say, it's kind of the same as things that don't age well too, you know, because I mean, there's a lot of stuff, obviously in our generations where we're like, oh my gosh, that was hilarious. That was so good. And then we listen to it now and we're like, Ooh, why were we, yeah. why did we think that was funny? And then yeah, language has changed. Yeah. yeah. And obviously like the generation's below us now or listen to some of that stuff and they're like I don't understand like people not liking sex in the city or people not liking friends or just different things because of the ways that characters were treated and the way that women were you know like portrayed and all these different things and those are shows that we like grew up on and are like our main baseline <laughs> so many yep. things and they're yeah. like no this is bad like you shouldn't have been yeah, like, it's uh, it's quite a wild life. Mm-hmm. Hashtag real life. Hashtag yeah, life real. coming at you. And 30 years from now, when someone that's, I don't know. is When I have a grandchild. Oh, sure, God. When your grandchild is digging through grandma's uh, podcast life and she runs across this. Oh, episode, my God. In this moment right now that you're listening to, just know that we want to relate to you. And I hope you want to relate to us, because mm-hmm. if you think this way now, Maybe life opens up even faster for you if you just talk, because talking hopefully doesn't go away in the future. And we're still talking in real life 30 years from now. Right. Yes, let's hope. Uh, well, I will. I am proud to say that Eli does know who Green Day is because of our Beat Saber game. And he likes to do uh, Beat Saber to Green Day's holiday. Fun. Awesome. <laughs> Heck yeah. I'm sure there's many a kid's uh our age who learned through rock band and guitar hero who certain bands were again other parts of music that were flowing through us i mean we used to sing sing star um we always would go to karaoke you know rock band dance dance revolution dance dance revolution all those things the the i connect whatever it was like the pickup player two or player like that game you know but all (laughs) of those just dance just Just dance dance and i mean i don't know i feel okay i've thought about this before and i feel like i've said this before but it seems that a lot of video games now are very one person games like they're very one person or first person shooter and like all those other types of games so it is very interesting also how like video games have also changed in that sense because all those games that i was just explaining are all party games you know like they're games where you're interacting with lots of people and so it's also very interesting how that has also shifted throughout the years as well so that is something new that has changed in my life is over the last uh year or so it at one certain point i have an xbox to one that is my newest console that i have i don't even play it a lot at some point i bought it because i had time that i would dedicate to video games right and sam had asked me she goes is there any games that we like play together? And I tried, I looked up on YouTube. I was like games to play together. Cause I needed to know if there was anything out there that would actually like be fun because mm-hmm. she's played kingdom hearts and that's like Disney, but yeah. it's only one player. Right. And now if you want to do two player stuff, it's like, I'll go upstairs and you go downstairs and we can play together. And like, mm-hmm. you have to do it across that two different screens. But we looked it up. And there's a video game that's called It Takes Two, and it is an exclusive two-player game. You play as one guy 
and one girl, and there's a whole game that you go through. And the synopsis of the game, or when they lay out the story, it's a husband and a wife that have grown apart and are getting getting ready to get a divorce, and their daughter hears them. And so she goes to this love spell or this love book that she found or heard about, and she like falls asleep with it and hopes that she can make a wish and then her parents get like this something happens to them right this magical thing happens and all of a sudden they wake up and they're in these two little bodies one's made out of clay one's made out of wood that her daughter made to like this is my parents please get back together i love you kiss and so you have to go through the whole game as the parents trying to fall trying to figure out how to get out of your bodies but throughout the game you also figure out the only way that you can do it is the love book comes to life and it tells you how to fall back in love together so Mm. it's also like this two-player game to like if you want to play a game with your partner it is dedicated to that idea wow so when you play it you go through all these different fun little things and you have to work in conjunction Mm -hmm. where player one has to do something and they only get these powers player two only gets these powers so you have to work together by only doing what you were allowed to do to try to make everything come together through the whole game so we played so many layers it was was really cool it was a really fun game the story like really threw us off with like how dark it got right away when it was like whatever blah 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 like we're getting a divorce and then you see the daughter like start to cry and i'm like what game did we buy i was like "Uh but that's something that we played um and then i think the newest thing we've done is we downloaded fall guys which i'd seen people play Mm -hmm. and and so we just take turns like round after round and so like that way at least if i'm if i advance one round i'm like i give it to her and i'm like okay like let's do this and like we just see how good we get at it but every now and then like that's kind of fun because it's so dumb and you get knocked around so easily but I don't know. Video games really have changed. There's only a certain amount of genres realistically and everything nowadays, like you don't buy a game, you buy a game that has add-ons and then you can get this and you can do this. Mm -hmm. And it's a total different money-making aspect because the video game industry changed and they're like, how do we stay afloat? Mm -hmm. How do we make money? How do we get more people involved? Streaming. Yeah. Absolutely. Play on Twitch. Mm-hmm. And here and here I am playing Mario Kart. <laughs> right. Absolutely, right? Don't yeah. don't fix what's not broke. Mario Kart's still top tier. <laughs> there's also another day. there's also another like two-person game that you could play. And I can't exactly remember what it's called, but it's like the kitchen game or something like that. Yes, essentially, I that saw game, that. That game is so much fun, but it's like kind of stressful at certain times. Because I mean, you're definitely you go into let's say you go to like a bakery or something and you're essentially, you're trying to make like so many cakes and like one person's over here and they have to put the dishes here. And then you have to like make the, make the cake. And then that person puts the cake over here and you have to do all these little things. And then you'll like go to a different spot where it's like, okay, now you have to go over here and like grab the meat and then like do this. Yep. 
I mean, my <laughs> mind is. And it's I just like well, that. I like it's, that. It's so much fun, but it's also like kind of. It has moments when it's like really intense, and then you're like going up. The bread's on fire. Yeah, basically, basically, <laughs> and like tickets like start coming, and you're just like, okay, I gotta make. I have to make a tuna sandwich, and you go and get the tuna sandwich, and you come over here, oh, and you're like, man. okay, I need the I need the plate for the tuna sandwich, and like you gotta get the fish. And hey, get, buddy, what yes. game are you playing? Oh, I just had to make so much food tonight. I can't. Yes. I gotta go to bed. I'm so. Yes. and it's so much fun <laughs> wow. it's just like int- abby you i don't want to be a cook someday no i never want to be a cook yeah see i don't game other than mario kart like mm-hmm. I, I here i am d will play his football games sports like all that mm-hmm. eli plays nintendo 64 like the old school stuff but yeah. yeah i am just you know here's the thing it's making me realize like no matter who you are, there is something out there for you. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. shows, mm-hmm. movies, music, uh, games. If you yep. want to be a cook, if you want to oh, be yeah. a cook, you play that game. If you yeah. want to, if you want to trim cows' hooves, you get on YouTube. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh! It, I'm just like thinking about it right now because it's just like a old game. <laughs> And that other game that you're talking about is wild too. That's such yeah, a I've, such a I've, such a intricate storyline. <laughs> it's it's wild. It's really fun. And like the one thing about it is like um, the book, the love book that comes to life. It talks like this. <laughs> it's got this real fun accent. Of and like he's all it. Oh, and like when it comes to life, I'm like, this is is very entertaining. I please <laughs> give you that. But like you get thrown outside and because you have to interact with the environment work together like at one point you have to go into this big tree that's outside your house well little did you know that inside that tree the squirrels live in that tree but the squirrels they have beef with like i think it's the bees and so you get targeted by the squirrels and you have to fight the squirrels because they think you're in cahoots with the bees and it's the fact that any of this exists, I'm like, man, I cannot believe the story in someone's head yeah. that they were like trying to put all this together. But when you play it, it's crazy fun. Yeah. I looked it up right now. I'm like, this is. Yeah. Play, play. It takes two. It's, it's, a, okay. it's a fun game that like, it doesn't take terribly long to get through. And like, there's little uh, throughout the game there's side games that you can do so that way you can play a little side game along the way while you're following the story but it's fun and it's not terribly expensive so i'd throw money at it just to have an experience that you could do with someone especially if you're both into video games or trying to just find a game that you can play together mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and what was the one you were playing danielle i had to remember what it's called but it's something about a kitchen um because on Amazon, when I looked up It Takes Two, one that came up was, you may also like Overcooked. Yep, that's like, it. That's it. <laughs> that's they, no yeah, they way. throw the two-player games at you at the same time. Dude, They're like, we know you want two-player games. I'm telling you. Or we heard so you. Because uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We are AI. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Is, I'm telling you, it is, it's really, really fun. It's intense, but it's really, really the fun. cover looked intense. There was a lot yeah. of ki- cooks in the kitchen. <laughs> Basically, I mean, that's what it is. You're just like running around a kitchen, like trying to cook all these foods. And it's like, gotta make the burrito, and then I gotta make the, the taco. And I gotta <laughs> it's, it's fun. It's a wild world we live in. 
Yeah, yes. very wild. Yes. But I mean, I don't really play video games as much as I used to, but it's... you were a big, you were a big Sims person, right? Yes. Yes. I so mean... <laughs> there's just the other day, Sam was like, Hey, have you heard about this game? And I'm like, no. And it's like a Disney village game or something like this. So I like, I looked it up on YouTube. It is Disney Sims almost a hundred percent like you Travis, have to you have to, you have to farm stuff to get Stop. money to buy clothes and then Stop. you hire you hire wally to run the turnips in your whatever and when she showed so, me i was like does not have time i go i go sam this is disney farmville you do not need this game you will get hooked and you will have to just do hours and hours and hours of stuff because you're going to want to run through this and again i think <laughs> If you like mobile games like Farmville or stuff mm -hmm. like that, Disney was like, oh, no, we'll just make the same game. We're just going to make it Disney-fied. And I was like, of course you are, because that's how you get money from all these people that are on their phones all day at work. And they're like, oh, of course. It was I their can. long game. Yeah, exactly. I'm, oh, I'm, my God. Okay. I can I can make I can make Wally farm while I'm doing whatever. It's it's nuts. I saw it and I was like, of course. But okay. It's a little like the Sims. I have, I have a couple of things to say about that. So when we're thinking about YouTube, to go back to YouTube, a thing that I forgot that I haven't watched in a while, but I used to watch quite often is I would watch people play The Sims. So, okay. <laughs> so, so you were twitching before Twitch was. Yeah, I was twitching before Twitch. Like I was yep. like, oh, like let's watch people pl play The Sims because it's pretty interesting how people play on certain modes and all those things. Two, Abby was with me when I like got ready, ready to delete Sims off my computer. And I was stressed about it because I was like, I don't know, like, should I delete it? I really, really like this game. Like it's something that I do in my free time, but you know, do I'm like running a business now. I really need to do, I felt like, what do I do? I was having like a <laughs> crisis about it because I was like, this is something that I have fun doing. And do I get yeah. rid of something that I have fun doing because I want to do something else but I was like I don't have room on my computer it, again something that probably no one would really like go through but I have been playing the sims for like I don't know like 20 you felt like it was erasing your identity it like, was I was because I, <laughs> I have been playing the sims through my whole entire I mean not my whole lifespan but since it started and Whew, it was a lot. And I think I think the hard part about that is the Sims never did anything at all to hurt you in any way. So the fact that you were like, I'm going to get rid of it. You were trying to like convince yourself, like, why am I doing this? It's never done anything bad for me ever. And now I'm going to give it up. Mm -hmm. And your brain is like, why? There's it, nothing but nothing but the good stuff coming out of here. And you're like, mm -hmm. no, I'm going to put my energy over here. And you're convincing yourself like, but I don't know what's over here. I don't know why that's even good or why I'm replacing it. So again, like, tell me the bad part because there's no bad part here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, it was like and, a mini trauma response. Yeah, It was because I was just like, oh my gosh, like I, this is, I don't know what to do. And then um, also I used to play a Disney game where essentially you did walk through Disney World and you were like a you were a character and you would go around the Disney World. You'd go on rides, you could buy, you could buy badges, you could buy tickets to things, you could play games, you got to meet characters, like, and you literally were in Disney and you could change costumes. 
So it's, like, it's like roller coaster tycoon for Disney. It really, really was. Yeah. I played a lot of roller coaster tycoon too. Yeah, that's yeah. fun. Those type of games. See, oh. but that's the thing. Those games took up a lot of my time. <laughs> yep. But that's okay because it it did nothing but make you happy and smile. Yeah, yeah. So regardless of time, mm-hmm. and I know time's nothing that we ever get back, but mm-hmm. if you can at least like look back, as long as you're not saying like, oh, I wasted time. Yeah. You, oh, you no, didn't you didn't waste time because you were having so much fun and like mm-hmm. whether it became like second nature, like you were learning, like you were moving, like there's so so many things of the sims probably like translated into your everyday life on how you were selling merchandising managing all those different things and someone's like what are your skills and you're like i've been playing the sims for 15 years i guarantee i can help your business yeah basically and also it's funny too i mean the random thing is like i mean i would make different houses with different scenarios and all these things so also it like helps my storytelling (laughs) sure yeah you get real creative (laughs) right travis i love that because i think i've said this quote before that like if it was something that that you enjoyed, it was never a waste of time. Like as long as you had fun, you, like it's not a waste. And exactly what you said, like, well, that video game never did anything. That was a very, oh, how do I want to describe that? It just seemed very like an advanced, like mental health skill that you mm-hmm. just like laid upon Danielle there. Yeah. So that was awesome. Boom. Transition. Yeah, really Let's talk Transition. about mental health. <laughs> mental health. Sims to mental health. I love it. <laughs> This is my wheelhouse. All right. So last time we got together, I I think I was sitting on here um, being like, hey, pretty scared to go to therapy. Don't know if I should ever go to therapy. I've never gone to therapy. Well, to follow up on that, um, I like went through my job and I was I was strictly going for like straight up like, hey, man, I am angry. I need to talk to somebody about anger management because boy, howdy, am I great at it? Um, <laughs> or not managing my anger, getting my anger to these peak levels and right. just wanting to like get it out. Um, I went for, I don't know, like our job has something where you can go and they pay for X amount of sessions, but then like you're done. Right. Yeah. But uh, I, I definitely like went. And I like talked to this older lady, super nice. Um, and like, I felt good. I was only doing it like once every three weeks because the way that my job revolves is every third Monday I have off. So I scheduled on the Monday and I'd go there and then I'd go to the gym and it was just part of the routine for X amount of months. Well, one of my ones like got, I think I had to like, oh, reschedule. No. I think something happened with her and she's like, oh, I can't make today, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. And I thought to myself, I'm like, oh, I'm going to reschedule. And then like, uh, I think I called one day and like nobody picked up. And I also don't think it went to like a voicemail. And so I was like, okay, whatever. I haven't been in a bit. Maybe someone will call me. And then like after a while, nobody called me. And I'm like, I called you and nobody called me. Now I feel betrayed. So hundred percent. Right. And <laughs> yeah. So like when Sam uh, would ask me and she's like, are you going to go again? And I'm like, I don't think so. I was like, uh, I was presented this and again, this is me making my generalization in my mini window. Right. But this is the only window I've ever walked through. So this is all I know, all I trust. When I went to a place and I bared everything I could 
And I said, blah, blah, blah. I'd love to keep coming. I'd love to keep coming. Let me talk. Okay. I'll even give you money. My things are running out, but I have my, oh, I don't know, my health savings account, right? I'll use my health savings account for it. This is towards my health. I'll spend the money. And then when I wanted to go and then no one reached out to me, I thought to myself, if I was, if I was in the other side of this business and I had people coming to me and my job was to listen to people bear their souls and it didn't feel like someone walked away from me in a finished scenario, there's no finished, but like, I'll see you in six months because I'm going to go out to my life and then see where I go from here. And I didn't have anybody reach out to me and even to like leave a voicemail of like, mm. Hey, we haven't seen you in three months. We'd love if you could come back. When I didn't get that, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go right back to where I was for a while. I'm going to go back to normal everyday life. I'm going to see how life treats me, treats me again. And I honestly think where I'm at now and the things that have transitioned from like that time period to what my life is now, I think I still, what I'm best at is I recognize when my like ticks come or like the things that set me off. Right. So like, if I know this is happening, if I can be aware in the moment, like, okay, guess what? You're getting angry. You should do this. You've learned this. Sometimes that helps. And I'm much more open. Um, I have no problem with that. So if someone's like, what's wrong? <laughs> wrong question. Guess what? <laughs> I'm going to tell you everything that's wrong. And you shouldn't ask that because you wanted like, nothing's wrong. Everything's yeah. fine. And I'm like, actually, everything's wrong. And let me like, and someone just being like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I am not ready for all of that. And I go, yeah. that's why you shouldn't ask those questions because yeah. you weren't ready for real answers. Mm -hmm. But and then some people get mad and they point the finger at you and they're like, you can't unload on people like that. And I'm like, huh, well, it's kind of a double-edged sword then, right? Like you shouldn't be asking those questions. Um, and like, if I look at my everyday life, when I walk into work, the type of person I am, every, lots of people, not everybody, lots of people, they go, hello, good morning. And I go, hello, no good morning. My morning is not good. It is not bad. I'm not going to tell you good morning because that's not what it is. This is my first interaction with you. And how I want to greet you is, hello, good to see you again. Let's see how the day is. And when someone comes up and goes, well, why aren't you smiling? And I'm like, because I'm not going to force my smiles. I'm not going to force my days like I used to. I'm not paid to be a ball of sunshine. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to use my fake energy to throw it out there. Like some people can do that. I, I don't know if I did that. And that's like, I ask myself, I think sometimes I go for a long time. If you go, who was, who is Travis Horn? The really funny, outlandish, crazy guy. Like you never see him mad, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. That's me. That's what I have to be. Right. And then after a while, I'm like, no, that is not me. So when I show up in my everyday life now, Travis Horn now is go to work, be quiet, stick to yourself. Don't open your mouth. Just let yourself out a little bit. And then when people see me, when I perform and I do wrestling, they're like, you were two different people. And I go, mm -hmm. I know. 
because when I am overwhelmed with happiness and ready to give you my all, that's when I perform. That is me letting every ounce of my soul out. When I go to my job, my job is not to bear my soul. My job is to do my job and make sure that I am taking care of myself and also probably my customers through some type of compassion and then work hand in hand with my coworkers and not try to get too mad. And if I have problems, reach out to my management team and let them know how I'm feeling. As long as my management team has regular check-ins to make sure that their employees are okay. So that way it doesn't build up. And then when you sit down with me, you go, what's on your mind? And I'm like, how long do you have? Right. Yeah. So do you, I mean, do you feel that, do you feel that like conserving your energy has been better for your mental health? Cause I could see how positive that could be. I would say it can be, I think I'm a lot better at, I think I'm a lot better at making sure that I delegate my time and energy towards the things that I should be, or I shouldn't let maybe stopping and just taking like a good deep breath, letting like, if I'm overwhelmed, right. I can absolutely stop when I'm overwhelmed because I have a hallway or I have somewhere that I'll stop and go, okay, everything's fine. I'm going to open this door and we're going to go right back to it. And my pace, as far as like walking uh, around my job, a lot of people there are like, you are so slow. How do you walk that slow? And in my brain, I'm like, because that, that is the speed that I've trained myself every day to go at this very slow, moderate pace. Because if they pay me the same at moderate pace as they do at I'm killing myself pace, mm -hmm. there is no point for killing myself pace because like my job, I have commission. So if I wanted to, I could try to push my brain and my body to its physical and mental limits every day to take on this huge cluster of people. But why? Be mm -hmm. work smarter, not harder. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that and like when I jumped on to our Instagram live for New Year's, we all picked out words, right? My word was calm. Mm -hmm. And I do try to stay calm. Uh, there's definitely still times where like something will happen and it's so small, but it like sets off. And I'm just like, I, this right here, my face hides nothing. I, if there's an emotion in my body, it's guess what? It's on my face and you will see it and people know it right away. Um, so I'm not good at hiding that, but I am good at voicing my opinion. Sometimes that opinion is way too blunt. And people don't want to hear blunt opinions. Um, but that's the best way that I know to get it out is, hey, I love you. But guess what? Here's absolutely how I feel. And sometimes when I tell people how I feel, they're like, that's not sugar coated. That's almost like hurtful or mean. And I'm like, I don't know how to get it out of my brain because that's how my brain told me to say it. I could stop, reframe, think of how to say it in like this nice sir way. But I think when I try to say it in a nicer way, I ask myself, I go, why did you sugarcoat that? Why did you try to say it in a nice way versus like, 
the immediate way your brain said it. Like that's, if your brain said it that way, that's who you are as a person, right? Because that's the first way it came into your brain. It did not come in as like, oh, like, let me tell you a little bit and then I'll kind of like soften it because I feel like if I do that inside of me, I'm not, I'm, I'm doing more internal harm to myself to convey my message than just telling people immediately. But if I do that immediately, sometimes my outside world receives all the harm and I don't get to receive any of it because I just go, here's all my emotions, deal with it. Now talk to me. What do you think of that? So that's kind of my downfall uh, when I do that. Cause I just like, I'll tell everybody. And then I sit there and I look and I go, okay, now what do you think about all that? And it's like, uh, you probably shouldn't have said it that way or too blunt in certain things. But as long as I can sit here like a podcast and talk about those things, then I know it's realistic. I know what my brain thinks. I know how I think. I know how I'm responding to it, what I'm doing about it. Am I doing anything about it? That's all the stuff that I constantly work towards. So when I delegate my time and energy from work to the gym, to wrestling, to on Thursday nights, getting on Instagram live, opening trading cards for no reason, other than the fact that I like it. Six people give me their attention for an hour and I have some fun. <laughs> it's little things that I try to do to be better. And that's our show. Thank you so much for taking the time during your morning, afternoon, evening, whatever time you did to listen. But we'd love to hear more from you. We'd love to hear more from you. So make sure you join us on Facebook at Real Life Podcast with Abby and Danielle and like and subscribe to our podcast. If you're not an Apple user, we are actually on Spotify as well. But on Apple, you can leave us a review. But don't forget to leave us a review on Facebook as well.